And welcome back to Sports Track with Evan and Jack. I'm Jack Nowarski. And I'm Evan Sworsky. Today we'll be doing our fourth episode of the Browns and Steelers rivalry. Today we'll feature the 2000s, 2000 to 2009. And we will start today's episode with uh, the drafting of Plaxico Burris. He's a great wide receiver for the Steelers. He was drafted in 2000 and was one of Big Ben's best receivers. Yeah, Plax um, was a great receiver for the Steelers in the 2000s. Um, he he was always the, uh, he was there for Big Ben. He was, um, I, I, I'm pretty sure he was pretty fast, right? Yeah, he was a really good wide receiver, and he, he had great hands, too. Yeah, um, but yeah, a good, good player for the Steelers. Moving on to the next thing in 2001, uh, this is where the Steelers hired longtime general manager Kevin Colbert in 2001, who I believe recently just retired. Yeah, he retired after the draft. Yeah, so he got he, one more draft. He drafted a lot of great players for the Steelers. Troy Palomalo, which we'll get to. Big Ben, which we'll get to. And he even made uh, a few good signings and hirings, too, so... Definitely a great general manager for the Steelers. Moving on to the next thing. Uh, In 2001, the Steelers trade for another great wide receiver, uh, Santana Moss, who really was another great wide receiver for Big Ben and helped the Steelers out a lot. Yeah. Moving on to the next thing. Uh, In 2002... This is when the Texans became a franchise, and then this is where um, the division became the AFC North, of how we know it today with the Bengals, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens. So this was definitely a big part of NFL history, and this is probably how the NFL is going to be for a long, long time. Uh, I doubt they'll, that uh, there'll be any new teams, so this is definitely a big part in NFL history. Yeah, and uh, it brought back, or it's it, it it made it to the divisions we know now, and it's probably gonna stay like this for a while. Like like you said, um, there's not many teams like uh, talks that new teams are coming around soon. Yeah. Moving on to the next thing uh, in 2003, this is where we'll have our game for this episode. Uh, yep, this is another playoff game. This is a, a wild card game this time. Uh, the 9-8 and eight Browns are coming into Pittsburgh to play the 11-5-1 Steelers. Uh, the Browns started off scoring uh, with in the first quarter, the only score of the first quarter. Uh, William Green, the Browns running back with a one-yard rushing touchdown. And Phil Dawson, a great kicker for the Browns, Kicks the extra point, so the Browns lead 7 nothing. And then we move on to the second quarter. The, uh, Kelly Holcomb, the Browns quarterback, throws a 32-yard touchdown pass to Dennis Northcutt uh, for the Browns' second touchdown. Phil Dawson's kick was good, and it is now 14 to nothing. Now for the Steelers in the second quarter, uh, Antoine randall had a 66-yard punt return. 
and Jeffrey, the Steelers kicker, kicked the extra point. It was 14-7, to so the Steelers are kind of into the lead a little bit. And then Phil Dawson, just 49 seconds before halftime, kicked a 31-yard field goal that was good, and went. it was 17-7 to going into halftime. And then the Browns start off with the first score of the second half. Uh, Kelly Holcomb throws another touchdown pass and a second receiving touchdown to Dennis Northcutt for a 15-yard touchdown. Phil Dawson's kick was good, so it was 24-7, to and the Browns were feeling good. Uh, then Tommy Maddox, the Steelers quarterback, threw a six-yard touchdown pass to, to Pat Plaxico Burris. And Jeffrey, the kicker's kick was good, so it was 24 to 14. And then for the Browns to start the fourth quarter, uh, Phil Dawson kicked a 24-yard field goal, so the score was now 27 to 14. And now this is the fourth quarter where the things start to go right for the Steelers and wrong for the Browns. Um, first, Tommy Maddox throws a three-yard touchdown pass to Jermaine Tuman. And Jeff Reed's kick was good. So now it is 27-21. And, and then uh, the Browns were able to score a touchdown. Uh, Kelly Holcomb threw a 22-yard touchdown pass to Andre Davis, and their two-point attempt failed. So it was now 33-21. to And then Tommy Maddox threw a five-yard touchdown pass to Heinz Ward, so it's now 33 to 28. The extra point was good. And now with the Steelers had the ball at the three yard line, there's 54 seconds left. And I'm probably going to say this wrong. Chris Famuta Mafella. I probably said that wrong, but he had a three yard rushing touchdown. And the Steelers got the two-point conversion. It was a, it was a pass to Antoine Randall, and the Steelers were up thirty-six to thirty-three. They were able to hold the Browns and win the game. So the Steelers moved on in the playoffs. This was a, a close game, a good game. Um, this, uh. This was a come a comeback game for the Steelers. They were down down by ten at halftime, and then I think um, was it? It was more than ten at one point, right? Uh, yeah. The Browns. I think they were winning like twenty four to seven. I think at one point. Yeah, so up by seventeen. Uh, the Browns looked like they were going to win the game being up on the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, but Steelers found a way to come back and advance to the divisional round. Moving on to the 2003 NFL draft. This is where the Steelers drafted new, new hall of famer, Troy Palomalu safety was a big part of their defense in the two thousands. And he was a big part of how they got to those Super Bowls in 2006 and 2009. Yeah, he was a a great defender. Definitely deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. I think he was inducted twenty twenty. I think. I think he was inducted the same year as Bill Power. Yeah, yeah. So, probably. 
Um, uh, he had many great plays. The one against the Ravens, uh, the game-winning interception, mm-hmm. sliding uh, or diving, and a sl- it was more sliding uh, interception, seal the game. Yeah, definitely a great player in Sealers history. Moving on to 2004, uh, this was when in the first round the Steelers drafted Big Ben, who was their franchise quarterback, and led him to two Super Bowl victories. Uh, in my opinion, I think he's the best quarterback in Steelers franchise history. Yeah. Him or Terry Bradshaw, either one. They're both great, but Big Ben definitely a great quarterback. For them. He was... He was uh, he was amazing in in um in the in his earlier years in his career he made uh like he made plays out of nothing like he was about to get sacked and then he threw uh he made like a first down out of it he uh, made a lot of a lot of great plays he's going to he's a future Hall of Famer um. Probably first ballot because there's not many people that retired this year. Yeah, but you also got to think about like the the older guys. Yeah, get in. Like when there's not many people that retired, they also have this is a chance for the older guys. But even though Big Ben is still better than them, so yeah, he'll probably be first ballot. And um, like you said, probably the greatest player. I mean, quarter quarterback for um, Steelers history in the franchise. Moving on to another 2004 draft moment. Um, this is uh, the Steelers after the draft signed undrafted free agent James Harrison. He was a outside linebacker, and probably along with Troy Polamalu was the greatest part of their defense in the 2000s. Him and Polamalu were really too important guys. Yeah, he was a a very tough defender, um strong. Um but like I think he was um like he was cut by us multiple times or he he was cut by the Ravens multiple times. Yeah, I think yeah, he was And with- then we 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 picked him up and we cut him like a I think at least one time. Mhm. Yeah, he was with, he originally signed with the Ravens, then he went to the Steelers. And I think later on in his career, he was on the Patriots. Yeah. He was definitely a key. He had a he had a, a historic play in Super Bowl history and Steelers history um, in the Super Bowl against the Cardinals uh, before halftime of a pick six. That helped out the Steelers to win that that game. Moving on. This is when the Steelers won their fifth Super Bowl. It was against the Seahawks. Uh, they won twenty-one to ten. I believe Big Ben was. So this was the Steelers' fifth Super Bowl and really started their 
great 2000s, when they were really great in the 2000s, this really started it all. And this is when Troy Polamalu was finally starting to be good. Big Ben was starting to be good. So was James Harrison. So this is when they were all being great and they were able to win the Super Bowl. And this was um, Jerome Bettis' last game. Yeah. After this game, he retired from the Steelers. And it was the the game was in Detroit. It was his home uh, home city, and that and that made it better for him too. And of course, it made it better that they won the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that that the refs gave us yeah, that. I agree with that. There were a lot of controversial calls. Yeah, like the 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 Big Ben touchdown. Yeah, that especially that one. That one touchdown. Yeah. But even more, even more too. So, all right, moving on to the 2006 draft. There's another undrafted free agent, but this time for the Browns, uh, they signed Josh Cribs, a great returner for them. Uh, probably won't be a Hall of Famer, but you never know, maybe. But he was a really great returner for the Browns, and I think he's, he still lives in Cleveland. So, yeah, yeah, he has a show. Yeah, he's yeah, like on the news yeah. in the morning. So, didn't he get a? I, his career was uh, shortened because he got he had a bad concussion, right? Yeah, he had like a bunch of injuries. Injuries, think, yeah. That he was dealing with. So, yeah, that yeah, one still had a pretty solid career. Mhm. Moving on to two thousand seven. Uh, this off season, this is where the Steelers. Hired Mike Tomlin and Bill Cowher. I think he resigned. So they hired Mike Tomlin, who's their still, who's their current coach, and a very he's been a very good coach since two thousand seven. Helped them win a Super Bowl in two thousand nine. So, and he hasn't allowed um, a losing record yeah. of his um his years of coaching for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. not having uh, a losing record all those years. I mean, that that one, even that one year when uh, Big Ben was um, injured for most of the year, or or uh, had surgery on his elbow, we we still didn't even have a losing record. We went eight and eight. Um, that that just shows how how great of a coach he is. Moving on to something else happened in the 2007, or, yeah, 2007 offseason. Uh, this is when the Browns signed their run, running back, Jamal Lewis, who rushed for, two. I think it was 2,000 yards one year, uh, and was a very good running back. It was a great running back for us. I think he, before he signed with the Browns, he played for the Ravens. So he was great in the Ravens, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he had 2,000 yards one year. And really, in 2007, the year that he came to the Browns, we made the playoffs the next year. So his 2,000 yards really, really helped us go to the playoffs. 
All right, moving on to the 2007 draft. This is when the Browns had, I believe, the third pick. And we drafted future Hall of Fame offensive tackle Joe Thomas. Uh, he's one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time, if not the greatest. One of the greatest Browns players of all time. Uh, he had like 10,000-something careers and snaps in a row. And then I think around the end of his career, he got injured. He was dealing with health issues, so he retired. But I think he retired in 2017 or something, so he'll probably be able to be a Hall of Famer maybe this year, and he'll definitely get in. So Joe Thomas is definitely one of the greatest offensive linemen of all, offensive linemen of all time, and the Browns definitely nailed that pick. Yeah, and being an offensive lineman to and get into the Hall of Fame is not as easy as for skill positions like wide receiver, running back, or quarterback. And especially playing on the Browns, on the, who yeah, uh, were uh, not that good yeah. when he was playing. That's it's especially and to be a definite or probably going to be a Hall of Famer. That's that's impressive. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. played he played through many injuries too. Mm-hmm. With all so, those, yeah. Yeah, so Joe Thomas is definitely one of the best offensive linemen. Moving on to the 2009 Super Bowl. This is where the Steelers won their sixth Super Bowl and their latest Super Bowl against the Cardinals 27-23. to uh, I think Santonio Holmes was the MVP after he cut. Uh, he made the toe-tap catch on the sideline or for a touchdown in the back corner of the end zone. One of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. And Steelers were able to get their sixth Super Bowl. Yeah, that was that was a a great, great play. De- uh, definitely deserved the MVP after that play. Mm-hmm. It was an underappreciated. I think it should be talked about more how great of a throw that was. Yeah. Because there were like three defenders over there. And he put it like only where Santonio San Holmes could catch it, so I find that very impressive. Yeah, that, that, it was it was very good placement. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the two thousand nine draft, uh, this is where the Browns drafted center Alex Mack. I he might not be a Hall of Famer, but he had a few good seasons with the Browns. Was a good center for us along with Joe Thomas. So he probably he won't be a Hall of Famer, but he was a. He was a big part of our offensive line in the 2010s. So I, I got to give credit to Alex Mack being another great offensive lineman for the Browns, but not as good as Joe Thomas. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's still um playing. He's on the Niners, right? No, I think – so. He, he retired, right? Yeah, I think in 2017 or 2018 he went to the Falcons. And then in either 2020 or 2021, then he went to the 49ers – and then I think he retired after, like, sometime this offseason, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, he, before he played with the 49ers and the Falcons, he was a great center for the Browns, where, which is where he really got his career started. Yeah. Moving on, the Browns had three wins against the Steelers, and the Steelers had 18 against the Browns in the 2000s. So yet another decade ruled by the Steelers. But yeah, this this and the next one, they're both going to be really ruled by the Steelers. Because like we said in the 90s podcast, this is like 
right around then and in these podcasts, this is where the Steelers really start to be the more dominant team. Yeah, when the Browns, they're, they're, uh, yeah, they're, them not, you know, being in the 2010s having the worst record. Um, and all like their quarterbacks that 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 have failed in the years. Um, mm-hmm. just all that makes it easier for the Steelers to be better. And but, for uh, our last, and for our last topic. I'll talk about the division wins. The Browns did not win a division in the 2000s, but the Steelers had a few. In 2001, they won it with a 13-3 and record. In 2002, they won it with a 10-5-1 and record. In 2004, they won it with a 15-1 and record. In 2007, they won it with a 10-6 and record. And in 2008, they won it with a 12-4 and record. And to the, uh, that one year, we could have had a perfect season. And t- yeah, in 2004. That think, close, well, I mean that the year. No, you don't. You no, didn't. We, we, it wouldn't, we would. We didn't win the Super Bowl that year, but no. we could have had a perfect uh, regular season. I'm trying. To, I I can't remember who won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, I think no. I think it was the Patriots. I guess when the Patriots. The Panthers, the right? Eagles, no, I think that's when they played the Eagles. Because. I think in 2000, they played the Rams and won. And then the next year, in 2001, I think they played the Panthers and won. And then they didn't win in 2002 or 2003. And then in 2004, they beat the Eagles. Yeah, that sounds right. So, and I think you lost the AFC Championship to New England that year, too. If I remember. So, yeah. Or that close. Yeah. All right, we hope you enjoyed uh, episode uh, five of the series. Episode six will be coming out. Episode five. That was this was episode four, I think. Yeah, this was episode four. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Episode five will be coming out next week. This is episode four. Um, We hope you enjoyed. Um, And as always, I'm Evan Swarski. And I'm Jack Swarski. And we'll see you next time. Peace.